gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. Something evil lies within. I don't know if this night will end. I'm wondering if the sun will rise again. Dark night of the soul. I can't deal with this on my own. I've never felt so far from home. How can this be? It's like I'm all alone. Hello, everyone. I'm Marcus Staples, and this is Unpacking the Theology, the show that unpacks the reason behind the rhyme in Christian hip-hop. This week, we're going to be starting a new series on sin. So I'm going to be choosing songs that deal with the Christian's battle with sin. These songs are going to be more of personal battles with sin, not necessarily sin in general. You'll understand what I mean when I get through this episode. On this week's show, we will be unpacking Shylin's track, Dark Night of the Soul, from his album, The Soulless Christus Project, put out by Lamp Mode Recordings. This is one I like to listen to kind of in my own times of struggle, in my own battles with sin. I, like many, have had hard points in my life where where I've been confronted with my own sins, and it's a hard time. And so being reassured that the Christian's struggle with sin is a natural part of our walk is very comforting. This track speaks to those situations, because it uses candid language to convey some deep sorrows. As a Christian, we're taught to mourn over our sin, actually. Uh, in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, he says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. In this case, he's talking about those who mourn over their sin, and they will be comforted by Christ. There's no feeling like being a slave to something, and the shackles of sin are a slavery beyond any other form of slavery you can imagine. Sometimes it's so bad, we can't even look towards God. Or if we do, we can't even see Him. It feels like we're cut off entirely from Him. Shylin communicates that in this track. He says, Something evil lies within. I don't know if this night will end. I'm wondering if the sun will rise again. I can't deal with this on my own. I've never felt so far from home. How can this be? It's like I'm all alone. This is the song's hook. And when the believer battles with the deep, entrenched sin, the dawn seems like it'll never come. But let's move to the good book. Our text today comes out of Psalm 31. You heard part of it in the intro, but I want to read the whole thing, because I think there's a very important lesson to be learned. We're going to start with verses 1 through 13. It goes, In you, O Yahweh, do I take refuge? Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress, and for your name's sake you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Yahweh, faithful God. I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in Yahweh. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction, you have known the distress of my soul, and you have not delivered me into the hand of my enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O Yahweh, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted from grief, my soul and my body also, for my life is spent with sorrow, 
and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity, and my bones waste away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbor, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the streets flee from me. I have been forgotten like one of those who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel, for I hear the whispering of many, terror on every side, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. At the beginning of this psalm, we see David calling upon Yahweh's steadfastness. He recognizes his total reliance upon God and opens his prayer with that acknowledgement. After that, we see the cry of David's heart. Here, his enemies are physical people, but the enemy of the believer is our own sin. And not only do David's adversaries affect him, but it also affects those around him. See, there's no victimless sin. And as we become more and more sanctified to the blood of Christ, the effect of our sin on others becomes more and more apparent. At this point, we as believers should be asking ourselves, do we mourn over our sin, which is our enemy? And we all sin. Trust me on that one. We are reminded in 1 John that if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And Paul tells us in Romans 12 to hate what is evil. So do you hate your sin? In hating your sin, have you tried your best to put it aside? In trying your best to put it aside, have you fallen short? And when you fell short, did you despair? This is the despair we see both David and Shailen communicating here. But both of them give us hope, something outside ourselves that's even bigger than our enemies. Let's continue reading. Verse 14. But I trust in you, O Yahweh. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. O Yahweh, let me not be put to shame, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go silently to the shield. Let the lying lips be mute, which speaks insolently against the righteous in pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you, in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be Yahweh, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was in a besieged city. I had said in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight, but you heard the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cried to you for help. Love Yahweh, all you saints. Yahweh preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait on Yahweh. In his psalm, David praises the Lord's faithfulness to deliver us from our enemies. And, at the end of his track, Shailin reminds us that when all seems lost, we can look to the cross of Christ as our firm and final deliverance. See, we serve a God who is bigger than even our sin, and though Satan tries to tell us that we're stuck in sin forever, know that we have a mediator, an advocate to the Father, who took upon himself each and every sin that we commit. He has taken our burden upon himself and given us his own, and his burden is easy, and it is light. Paul reminds us in Romans 6 that we are no longer slaves to sin, but have been set free from it and made alive in Christ. So therefore, sin no longer reigns over you, and that's awesome news. Therefore, next time the enemy tries to crush you under the weight of your sin, 
Remember that sin no longer has control over you, because Christ already paid for it with his blood on the cross. Now go, sin no more. Live in the freedom, knowing Christ as your Savior. Well, that wraps up this episode. If you are interested in picking up Shylin's Solus Christus Project album, you can find a link to purchase it on our website, unpackingthetheology.wordpress.com. And, as always, if you have any songs you would like us to unpack, please leave a note in the comments section of our webpage, or use the link on our site to find us on Google+. We hope you can join us for our next unpacking. Thank you, and God bless.